Hey everyone, welcome to Phil Goes to Camp. I am the titular Phil, and the titular camp is Camp Crystal Lake, home turf of one, Jason Voorhees. If you're new here, I'm watching the Friday the 13th series of movies for the first time in my life. Also, if you're new here, please peruse our back catalog of regular episodes. My son Austin and I have over a hundred in-depth movie reviews in the archives. We just finished our seventh season. Uh, we got a good, lot of good stuff back there, so so please go check it out. I'm talking today about Jason X, or Jason 10, depending on how you read it. In any event, it's the 10th movie in the series. It's the last actual Friday the 13th movie, not counting the remake. It returns to the Roman numeral lettering convention, uh, or numbering convention, if I was better at taking notes. Uh, for the first time since Part 8, it's also the second movie to not have Friday the 13th in the title, and the fourth movie to have Jason in the title. Uh, there's, our, there's our stats, there's our numbers. To check in with how this film lines up in the Star Trek pattern of quality... The pattern has completely flipped and reversed itself. Up is down, left is right. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on anymore. The trajectory of parts 8, 9, and 10 have turned the ship around and done whatever the exact opposite of sticking the landing is as far as uh, this pattern is concerned. 6 is good. 7 is bad. Okay, we're on track. Even's good. Odd's bad. Then it gets weird. 8 is not very good, 9 is actually pretty good, and 10 is very bad. It's a complete, a complete turnaround. Amazing. Um, yeah, Jason X. Wow. It's, it's really something, you know, we're 10 movies deep. I, uh, I don't know what I expected, but this was bad, guys. Um, if you've not seen it and want to hang in and know what I'm talking about anyway, let me bring you up to speed. Imagine the plots of the first two Alien movies uh, kind of smashed together. Okay. You with me on that? Okay, now imagine that instead of a xenomorph, uh, the monster is a deformed version of Wolverine from the X-Men, uh, but wearing a hockey mask. Uh, which also still tracks because Wolverine's Canadian, just like everybody in this movie. Okay, still with me? Then uh, now imagine there's almost no budget, and the entire movie has all the production value of a Doctor Who episode from the season where Christopher Eccleston was the Doctor. This movie uh, looks terrible. And that's no shade on Doctor Who. Um, it's very fitting for Doctor Who in an episode of BBC uh, for what that show is. This is supposed to be a blockbuster science fiction movie, uh, in theory, and they just threw almost no money at it, and and it just looks like a very cheap episode of of British slash Canadian television. I mean, it's um, it's essentially what it is. It's like a bloated TV episode. Um, it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> this movie, uh, continues the trend of being self-aware as far as what the Friday the 13th movies are. The trend that kind of started in eight, nine fully embraced, 
And this one, it did it, but it didn't do anything past it. Instead of using that self-awareness in some sort of like fun and useful way, the way part nine did, uh, this movie just, just sort of throws the premise out there. Uh, what if Jason went to space and murdered Canadian astronauts? And then that's it. That's all the cleverness that is put into it. The The script is, is, it's so lazy. It's so, um, nothing. Even in setting it in a futuristic setting, um, that is, is such a huge marker of how far removed from what this series is, you know, like the roots of the series where it's like, a summer camp where there's a, a homicidal man in the woods who murders uh, teenagers. Like that's that's what the roots of this movie is. Is this very like um, uh, indie movie kind of exploitation movie? Like I've talked about over and over. And now they're in space, and like you could have some sort of commentary on that or some sort of like fun with that and it it does nothing it's just an alien ripoff it's aliens in a hockey mask i've seen this movie before i've seen aliens this plot i have seen it executed at the highest possible level it's hard to top aliens if you're gonna rip it off you better uh bring your a game and they they totally did not uh it it, it is the plot of aliens i keep saying it but honestly it's it's so shamelessly steals from it. It is uh, a woman in in uh, who's woken up from cryogenic sleep and tries to warn people about the monster. There's a person who wants to exploit the monster, and that's why they're trapped with it. There is a robot who is uh torn into pieces by the end of it and helps save the day. It is it is a shameless ripoff of aliens. And uh to boot it's super lazy about it. Um it it's just basically a waste of everybody's time. Honestly, I had almost no fun with this and it is a huge letdown because coming up to this movie I was kind of like well this should be fun. It's obviously very silly it's not taking itself seriously and there's a lot of cool stuff you can do once you put it in the future and in space and future tech and what's that going to look like and it's such a letdown because that was that that's sort of a marker of how much potential to be a fun movie this was um and i was just totally wrong about that um i did say almost no fun so I think here I will point out a, a couple of things that were all right in this movie because um, despite my reputation as a curmudgeon, I do like to point out positive stuff in movies. I do have a belief that nobody really sets out to make a bad movie, um, but uh, sometimes it's hard to see that the entire team was on board with trying as hard as they could. Uh, so there are a few things in here that I thought are worth pointing out and are kind of cool. First up is the David Cronenberg cameo. Um, right at the very beginning, he's a guy who shows up to take Jason cross country. I did not expect to see him. I was very surprised when I looked him up, and indeed it is David Cronenberg. Uh, go back and find me and Austin talking about The Fly last year. 
And uh, I think we even talk about Cronenberg's cameo in that, uh, his movie, the Jeff Goldblum movie. It's a brilliant movie. And I think it's a marker of like how uh, uh, big of a horror icon Jason had become at this time that uh, a sort of premier indie horror director who's also Canadian, I think, uh, may have had something to do with it that this movie is so Canadian. Um. That he, apparently, I, I can only imagine he just said, I want to be killed by Jason Voorhees. Will you put me in a movie? Um, maybe he owed a favor to somebody. I don't know. In any case, it was as surprising as um, when I first watched The Mandalorian and and Werner Herzog is in there. <laughs> you know, And you're like, what is this guy doing in my Star Wars movie? Uh, I had the same kind of reaction to Cronenberg being in a Jason movie. Secondly, I, there's always some fun kills in Jason movies. This movie, as bad as it is, is no exception. The first kill he makes um, uh, when he's on the spaceship, when he's reanimated, uh, because there's premarital sex happening somewhere in his vicinity. Apparently, that's the thing that brings Jason back to life. Um, he uh, wakes up, and the, the young woman scientist who is examining him, he shoves her face into some kind of like cryogenic water and it just like freezes her instantly. It's one of the few good visual effects in this movie as well. Uh, a lot of it, it looks really cheap. It's really cheap bargain basement CGI and kind of uh, cheap looking special effects. But that one actually they pulled off, I think, uh, pretty decent. And and it was a, a good kill. And finally... Uh, Uber Jason, as he's credited, is um, Jason is is reanimated with these like nanobots that they introduce earlier in the movie. It's sort of a Chekhov's gun thing um, that it comes back. And that's the thing that rebuilds Jason. Um, and it's actually kind of a cool concept and the kind of example that, I, you know, like putting Jason in, in the future, 500 years in the future, whatever this movie is. And, um, and in space and future tech. And what would that look like? And the idea that he's rebuilt and he has like a metal hockey mask and armor plating. It's very goofy. It's very silly, but in a comic book way, it's also kind of fun and kind of cool. I liked it. And I was like, that's the kind of thing this movie could have done so much more of uh, and and had so much more potential. Those were the bright spots of this movie. And even they weren't great, uh, but they were still bright spots. And it's a shame that they, they didn't have a better movie to back them up because um, it, I think stuff like that always does just sort of point out this is a bad movie. But it had a lot of potential to be good. And you can see it shine through in those kind of moments. Um, it's. Uh, uh, that's about all I've got to say about this. I don't want to just go down the rabbit hole of. Of shit talking this movie. It's Space Jason. It's not good. Don't watch this. Honestly, I, I can't recommend watching this. Um, uh, but that is it. As far as the core. Uh, Friday the 13th movies. This is the last one. I think this was the last one because it was Law of Diminishing Returns by that time. 
Um, in looking at the Wikipedia for the franchise, uh, this movie shockingly cost $14 million to make in like 2000, 2001. Um, you know, 20 something years ago, they spent $14 million on this movie. I think the bot, let's see, the box office return on it, uh, 13.2. One two million. They did not make its money back. Um, uh, it didn't make it back in the U.S. Worldwide, sixteen point nine six. I'm sorry, it's still not a good return. Um, it's up from the last two, though. Interesting. Um, either way, it couldn't save it. Uh, I think they were about pulling the plug on the franchise, and I think they were also trying to get. Freddy versus Jason off the ground at this point. It looks like um, that was sort of in development hell, and they were trying to get it going. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, it, it was like, I think they were at the end of the road by this time, even though they sort of tease a possible uh, sequel at the end of this. <laughs> it's just sort of like, yeah, no thanks. Uh, I don't think anybody was on board for it. Anyway... Um, yeah, that's the Friday the 13th series, uh, up to part 10, but there is more and I'm going to do more. I am going to watch Freddy vs. Jason next and talk about that. And then I am planning to bring this full circle. I'm going to watch, uh, the 2009 remake. So we are not done. Stand by, uh, stay buckled in. Uh, I have two more to go. Um... I also, I have seen the 09 remake, um, so that is going to be a revisit for me, and I think a good note to end on. I've not seen Freddy vs. Jason, so uh, we're going to do that one next. Anyway, um, reporting from Earth 2, located on the seriously fraying edge of my sanity, this is Phil. I will talk to you next time. Ch -ch -ch.